Hello and welcome back to Not Without My Sister, a podcast by me, Rosemary McCabe, and my sister, Beatrice McCabe. We've taken a very long break that feels like it was about two seconds. It was not long enough. And now it's over. You, oh my God, you should have heard us. We had such great plans of getting hundreds of episodes in the mm-hmm. bank. Millions. Well, um, and then in fairness to us all, we got sick. You did? Well, yeah. I was, I was about to go, you did get sick. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I got sick too. Then you got, then you broke your ankle almost. And then I had to go into quarantine. Oh yeah. It was actually a disaster. It was a disaster of a break. Lots has happened. And like to add further disaster upon disaster, Wild Mountain Time is not out in Ireland until January 8th. So this episode that we promised was going to be a review of Wild Mountain Time is not a review of a Wild Mountain Time. That could have been the only perk maybe that we weren't forced to watch it because every review I've read has not has not encouraged me. Oh my God, the reviews are desperate. I mean, not to be like, we're not going to talk about this and then let's talk about it for 10 minutes. The reviews are desperate. And also I read a review yesterday that had a big spoiler and... I cannot wait to discuss it with you. Cannot wait. <laughs> Will you be waiting till January? So today, what were we going to talk about? Because I can't remember. Oh my God, I can't remember either. <laughs> I thought we today, literally just talked about today it. Today, we were going to talk about gifts. We were going to talk about Christmas oh, gifts. Oh God, yeah, yeah, brilliant. In the spirit, spirod nanulig. Oh, excellent. Or I've started the, speaking the Irish. Holidays. Oh yeah, spirit of the holidays. I've started speaking Irish to Brandon. I'm like, I'm actually, you know what? I'm not having a whole life where you don't understand what I'm saying. So I started throwing in the odd couple fuckle so that I can talk about the boys when they're here in front of them. And it's not how's going? going well. Oh. Poorly. It's hard. It's hard. Okay, so Rosemary, this year I'd have to say, how how has your shopping gone? So my Christmas shopping has gone quite smoothly, probably because because I'm so far away from everyone, I'm not going to get home. I'm like, you know what? Most of my friends aren't getting Christmas presents this year. How many of your friends would you normally buy Christmas presents for? Or give Christmas presents to? It doesn't always have to be a purchase. Oh yeah, probably six or seven. And this year it's like two or three, if you know what I mean. That I've kind of gone... If I saw something that I knew somebody would love and I could have it delivered to them, I bought it for them. And then if I didn't, I didn't worry too much about it. So just a shout out to Rosemary's friends. Don't keep looking at the post. Nothing's coming. <laughs> or if if something isn't coming, you'll know you're someone I just don't think about. That's what I was about to say. Or if, if something didn't come and it came last year, that sounds terrible. Um, she only loves you half as much as the other friends. You're not in her preferred three, top three friends. Maybe I'm starting to call people down for the people I really want to visit me in, in Indiana. And I'm like, you know be what? Be extremely people... careful, Rosemary. It's impossible to get anybody. You'd be lucky if anybody comes to Indiana. Friend number 20 on your list of 100 top friends. I'm literally like, where's 101? Could they, anybody want to come to Indiana? Anyway, it's really near Chicago. Do you remember when you were in Paris and you were honestly had visitors coming out your ears? And New York. Yeah, and I thought it was because they loved us. <laughs> Turns out they loved the apartment and the city, and not me so much at all. Actually, who, actually, who that's really depressing. That I know. Thanks a lot. So you've narrowed down your friends list. You called a couple of friends this Christmas. That's nice. <laughs> um, what else? That's, that's, that's really. I'm, I'm really embracing the festive spirit. But yes, basically, yes. I have bought like way too many stocking fillers for Brandon and for you. Oh, oh nice. And then 
I have bought the odd thing for other people. You and I bought a great gift for dad. Yeah, although actually I wasn't sure what it was and now I'm not sure it's as great as I thought it was. But yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we bought a good gift for mom that, I, that that actually arrived today. Shout out to Avoca for very speedy shipping. Well, we could tell mom and dad not to listen to this episode and we can just reveal what these things are. Well, no, because I also bought the same thing for Brandon, which just goes to show that I'm dating my dad yet again. Brandon doesn't listen to your podcast. Hate to break it to you. You're right. Yeah, okay. So what did you buy, dad? A meat smoker. Oh, he's going to love that. Now, where does it go in the house? Well, it's massive. It's like a kind of a half-size fridge. So I think it's going to have to go in the garage. Poor dad. It's like he gets, because his birthday is directly afterwards, like, well, that can be dad's birthday present too. God bless him. Well, listen, that's a high-value gift. That could be his birthday, Christmas birthday and Christmas 2021 present. I know, but that's not the way you think about yourself. You're like, that was a high-value gift. Now it's for Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, good point. How is your Christmas shopping going? Are you finished? Uh, yeah, I'm finished. I wrapped everything about three weeks ago. I've been extremely organised. wrote all my Christmas cards. I actually posted them this year, which is like in and of itself a Christmas miracle. Hang on. You did not wrap everything three weeks ago because I was with you only three days ago when we bought the wrapping paper. Oh, yeah, that was, a wrapping, that was the excess wrapping paper. I'll send you a picture of under my tree. Although I was going to say I did realise about four days ago that I was missing presents for half the children. Well, so that's what I, happens when you have four. <laughs> I wasn't as organised as I thought I was. I was suddenly like, oh, I was going through my mental list. Although I'd have to say people here, maybe people in Ireland also, take it very seriously. My friend just told me she had an Excel spreadsheet put together to put her, her kids' birthday, Christmas presents on. God, if you could see my face. Well, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea because Brandon and I keep having the most ridiculous discussions where we're like, you know that thing we got that's like the blue thing with the this? Was that for William or was that for Finn? Was that for both of them? And also William's birthday is two days before Christmas. So we're getting very confused about like, what's for William's birthday? What's for Christmas? What's for him? What's for the two boys together? Even though ultimately it doesn't matter because they all end up playing with everything. That's that. It ultimately does matter how little oh, you know no, about I children, know. Rosemary. There'd be massive fits on Christmas Day, regardless, where they're all just jealous oh, of each other. God, I'm still, I'm, I'm learning every day. I just remember, couldn't imagine ever behaving like that. I have to say. I was just about to say. <laughs> do you remember the absolute fit? We can nope. talk about your fitness. Second, I do not. I was say, no, no. I was going to say. Do you remember the nope. absolute fit that Bo threw when when Nash got the hoverboard? Oh, do I? What the same fit he threw recently? Where he? What was the fit he threw last week? Oh, no, where he had to be carried out of the office Christmas party last year. Like, literally carried out over Don's shoulder. The mortification I experienced was absolutely disgraceful, where the kids had a raffle and there were, like, ten prizes, and Bo didn't get whatever it was, like a fortnight Monopoly set. Like, not, not, not even something he actually wanted. Anyway, absolute fit of his life, screamed himself, hysterical, and everybody's like, oh, it's fine, kids. You know what they're really thinking is, like, this one's kids are spoiled brats. I mean... In Bo's defence, and this is the real, like, everybody gets a rosette logic. This is why I had no, several, no. several rosettes from horse riding. Do you not just make sure there's enough gifts for every kid in the raffle? There were enough gifts. He just didn't get the one he wanted. He wasn't first. Oh. He got a gift. He got a Lego oh. set. Excuse oh. me. Are you suggesting that my Irish dancing medal was for anything less than being amazing? <laughs> I actually didn't know you had an Irish dancing medal. Yeah, I'm actually not sure if it was a real thing or if mom just gave it to me afterwards, genuinely. <laughs> I found it recently. Is this a bit like the volleyball story where you're like, did I play volleyball or did I just like stand excuse on the side? Excuse me, excuse me. I played volleyball for St. Mary's College or whatever it was. <laughs> Rathmines Technical School or something. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Beatrice, it's not off the ground he licked it, is it? 
try to think of a really badly behaved thing. I don't like your face. I'm going to take a picture. I don't. You know what? I just don't like your face. <laughs> do you remember? S- do you remember any just, moments um, at Christmas take a when picture of this smugness right now? Do you remember any moments at Christmas when you, Beatrice McCabe, might have uh, reacted bad? You know, had a bit of a bad reaction to your Christmas gift. Ringing I any don't. Bells? It isn't ringing any bells. <laughs> Well, that's interesting because I remember, and it's funny that I remember it better than you, what with me being six years younger. So it's not even like you can blame, like, I was too young. You were easily, I'd say, 30. Oh my God, you bitch, 30. <laughs> I was not. I was probably about 18 though. To be oh my God, no, no, no. You were you were 22 at least because you were living in Milan. I was not living in Milan. I was in secondary school. You Put were those living... first lips no. away. No, you were I living wasn't. in Milan. I was not. No, Beatrice. No, no. Stop being so high. Non è vero. Non fit me, as Claire McCabe would say. Non è vero. Si, davvero. (laughs) You were living in Milan. You were home for Christmas, and Mom and Dad were so excited about this gift that they had got for their daughter, the fashion designer. Mom and Dad love a theme. They love a themed gift. I have every single pair of inlaid enamel earrings in the shape of a handbag that could be found on the, <laughs> on the surface of this earth. I possess remember, every single pair. Do you remember how excited mom was when she discovered there was a handbag museum in Amsterdam, which was actually amazing? Actually like. amazing. I was only talking about that the other day. Amazing. Apparently there's an amazing handbag exhibition in the V&A at the moment as well, which unfortunately we'll never get to go to, but it's supposed to be amazing. Maybe they're doing virtual tours though. You never, you never know 2020. All right. Well, that'll be in the show notes. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Mom and Dad had been honestly; they were up to nine, so excited to give you this gift. And Such that Christmas, a bitch. I actually feel guilty. Good. That Christmas, I got a key, like a keyboard with a stand. I was in college in Galway at the time, actually. So yeah, so you were definitely in your twenties. Just to make it worse, you bitch. <laughs> I was in college in Galway, and I got a little keyboard, and you got. What Dad thought was going to be the best thing now for all of your all of your fabric cutting and electronic scissors. An electronic scissors. I actually don't know where it is. I wish I had it now. Probably would be really handy. No, he asked me to send it back to him at one point. He was like, if you're not using that electronic scissors, send it back to me. Anyway, I just said, you know what? Give a gift and take it back. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? Like I just said when I opened it, it wasn't what I wanted, but I just said, you know, (laughs) why are your nostrils flaring? I just said, you know, in the spirit of like the day that's in it, I said, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. The The gesture was amazing. And, I, you know, this will be great. I'll put this to, put you this went to good completely use. puce, just like John John Lithgow in Santa Claus the movie when, when he starts talking about you're going to give them away for free. And his face goes all red. Your face went all red. You do not remember this that well. You do, I do not. I do remember it that well because I was looking at you with, honestly, Beatrice, now horror. <laughs> It's like, what is she's about to break their little heart? What is she doing? And you started to cry. I cried because I was aware of how much I'd hurt their feelings. Maybe. (laughs) I couldn't help it. You know, it was all the emotion of being home and, and the emotion of looking at your keyboard and imagining myself in the future back in Paris clanging on oh no in New York clanging on it in the dead of night singing Beatles tunes in a drunken stupor with my headphones not plugged in I was imagining all these things that were yet to come and instead I turned around what did I see scissors how was I supposed to have fun with that but you know what mom and dad I'm sorry when you finally do listen to this episode I really apologize because like honestly what a what a dick I was But like you know what I think I think it's only like what is it there but by the grace of God 
Like that could easily have happened to me because I cannot hide my reaction oh, Rosemary, to anything. I'm totally racking my brains going, I guarantee you this did happen to you. Um, oh, this is how the doll Laura came to be when you were 27. <laughs> Dad came back from Germany. <laughs> I was three years old, you absolute weapon. <laughs> you were 27. Yes, that was an you early, turned, that was a precursor. You turned your nose up at the beautiful shearling line slippers and a new present had to be procured from the cabinet. I was three. Now I am glad to 23. So now I am glad <laughs> to hear that story. We're as bad as each other. So... Having said that, what was the best gift you ever received? Oh, that's a good question. You've become very American. Is that the answer to everything as you buy some time? This is an excellent question. That's an excellent question. Let me just bring you back down memory lane. Um, I got a a Lolo Donahue print one Christmas that I really love. I mean, it's really hard because I'm sure there have been Christmases when I've been like over the moon ecstatic to get a Walkman. But actually the things that last are like art or... I mean, mainly art or books, I guess. Yeah, books. That, you know what I mean? You end up keeping, although I, I couldn't tell you the name of a single book I've ever got for Christmas, although I'm sure I've loved them all. I was delighted last year with all my books, but I don't remember any of them. I mean, as in, I don't remember the names of them, but like, that's not a surprise to anybody. But I was delighted with them. I love getting books. Oh my God. I was going to say, one of them was definitely, it wasn't where the crawdads thing, but there was another one that mom was obsessed with giving you last year. That was this year. She gave me, oh, for my birthday, she gave me an education, having given it to me before and before that. She's given it to oh, me yeah. three times. I think, you got, oh, no. I, think, I think you got that for Christmas. This year? No, no, last year. Oh, yeah, for last year. No, 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 I wasn't out though. And never mind. Anyway, yes, I love getting books. I do love getting books. And what else? What else is nice? Stuff that you wouldn't buy yourself. I mean, art, I, I suppose. Art is nice. But, but art is in the category of stuff I wouldn't buy myself anymore. Well, I was just thinking that. But art is hard because it's so personal. Yeah. Right. So like, I mean, I gave you that amazing, don't be depressed, smiley face art that I've never heard about again that you didn't love. That smiley face art I really loved and it is framed Whatever. and hung in my bedroom next to my bed for years and is now at home in my box of things to Whatever. be shipped over. Me think the lady doth protest too much. Why was it not in your suitcase? The, for the like, not couldn't it's be torn away from me. Anyway, God, it's enormous. Couldn't um, be torn away from me. And what would you like, like if if you were back in, if you were a child... I mean, literally, rather than just figuratively, because I think we're both figurative children. But if you were a child now, what would you be asking Santa for? Paints. You, you can tell me safe in the knowledge I'm not going to get if you because I've already got your present. Paints. Paints. I love love paints. Paints. Watercolours. I was always obsessed with getting a set, new set of watercolour paints. No, no, no. I don't mean if you were a child. I mean, if you were writing a, writing a letter to Santa like a child, what would Beatrice, age 42, want for Christmas? Paints. I loved paints. Seriously, oh. I'd love a new set of paints. Be great. Would you? Yeah. Do books. You, do you ever paint anymore? Yes, I just literally bought a watercolour book and then realised I had no watercolour sketchbooks. Sketchbooks. I love notebooks oh. and sketchbooks. What about you, Rosemary? What would you ask for? Oh, I'd, um, also, I'd also ask for like some willpower so I could go on this diet I eventually want to go on and actually lose all this weight again after this stupid pandemic. You? I mean, like, Santa's not a wizard, Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> Is he not? I just watched the, the Christmas Chronicles, whatever it's called, with... What's his face? Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell from over have to say he's a pretty good looking Santa in various oh, singing, singing jazz in the jail like, and then he turns into red powder and goes down the chimney it's actually the most logical like it's you're looking at me like that's creepy but I mean no 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 the Santa most Claus logical. the magic touches his nose and just turns into glitter is that similar <laughs> to go up and down the chimney like well this guy just turns into move why do you keep touching your nose because like he touches like his nose to turn into <laughs> glitter he goes like tap <laughs> 
Yeah, well, Kurt Russell just like turns into very athletic red powder and like shoots down the chimney. And let me, that sounds terrible. Sorry, how, how is red powder athletic or not It's just athletic? very energetic looking. Whereas I think like the unicorn sparkle dust from that 80s film just kind of glitters down the chimney. Whereas like Kurt Russell's in a hurry. He's got to get across all of the world. I was literally like, this is the first time Santa's seen in a hurry. It was good. I enjoyed that movie, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. Funny. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the second one. I would probably. I mean, I would probably ask for a record player, which is what I really want. But then all of my records are in Dublin, so I would ask for a record player and for Santa to pick up my records on route, on route, turn, and turn them, them into red powder, <laughs> and energetically get them down your chimney. <laughs> Tap them on the nose and then sprinkle them down my chimney. <laughs> Very good. And oh yeah, okay. So what? So what about getting presents from a boyfriend or partner? I think it was interesting. We went shopping on whatever the other day and you were like, oh, I'm going to get this for Brandon piece of clothing. But like, I don't want to hear from him any criticisms if he doesn't like it. So, I mean, is there a bit of a double standard here? Like if somebody gives you something you don't like, you said you're not good at hiding it. Now, I obviously have perfected my my skills in the approximately, let me think about this, in the approximately um, 39 years since my scissors faux pas. 42 lads 42 so I was 3 um, 18 years max. I have yeah probably I have definitely perfected my ability to look delighted although maybe not too much but yeah I think I'm better so, at it you're still not good at it my ex-boyfriend oh no I'm terrible my ex-boyfriend Stephen the very first year we were together we hadn't been together that long it was Christmas and I always think like, like there's a weird pressure you know what I mean when you've just started going out with somebody and you're kind of like, I hope they get me something that I like because it'll mean that they really listen when I talk and, you know, they really understand the essence of me. Oh, my God. Like, Such in your head. a weird <laughs> Yeah, I know. Listen, I just read way too many, like, like romance novels. But anyway, he hands me this box and I remember opening it up and inside was a gold-plated Juicy Couture watch with a large Juicy charm that said Juicy, like, hanging off the bracelet. That and I literally absolutely gorgeous. I literally think I stood I I think I stood there with my mouth open for approximately like like I just couldn't say anything. I was just like <laughs> and like in in honestly in my head I was like we're just going to have to break up. He doesn't get me at all. He wants me to be somebody God. I'm not. He thinks I'm somebody else. Rosemary, like, maybe he saw you as an amazing like LA beach babe. And then Ooh. he burst out laughing and the, the whole thing was a joke that his sister had got it from like his granny <laughs> for Christmas one year and they'd that found it in the amazing. house and he'd be like, I'm going to give this to Rosemary. That it was, was good. He very totally funny. got you then. Oh my God, he got me so bad. And then for the rest of the time, he was like, you were so ungrateful. You were such a brat. You are so ungrateful. Well, I mean, I, I think I'm definitely better at pretending. Don is useless. Like last year I gave Don an extremely nice... Teddy fleece had just come into fashion. Oh, I got yeah. him a very nice zip-up cardigan what would you call it jackety it was like a cardigan like a zip up cardigan a shirt again well yeah a coat again uh, what yeah what are they called now coat again uh, uh, a shacket it was a shacket and it, except it had a kind of a v-neck and this weird sort of jersey piping on it so like it wasn't gorgeous i wear it a lot now around the house because it's very very cozy anyway i thought it was very cute and he would love it anyway he takes it out <laughs> he takes one look at it throws it on the couch and goes what's that for i'm like that's your present <laughs> right yeah, I was like, that's your that's your present. Who's it for? I was like, it's obviously for you. It's addressed to you. I thought you'd like it. Yeah, I'm not wearing that. You're you welcome. 
that was a really good example of like if all else fails buy things for your partner that you think you will like yourself because you've got a lot of wear out of that I did not think I'd like it myself I put but it on do. the first time and I shuddered and now I love it I'm like this is extremely trendy on me but as I said the other day when I went shopping for Don and he insisted he wanted some black v-neck you know he just doesn't know what's in fashion anymore he's stuck he's but then stuck they were all sold a... out so he's actually very on trend in Fort Wayne oh god <gasps> take that back you <laughs> <laughs> will love that listen we need to wrap it up we've given people a taste of what it's like when we're back and we'll be back again on Tuesday for a full episode <laughs> for, like? for full, a full feature length film from us so what's the takeaway on presents what's, what makes a great present I mean, I'd love to say it's the thought that counts, but it's actually uh, obviously, not. Listen, listen when people talk. And also, like, I have a folder on my browser called to buy. And I've told Brandon that that folder exists several times. Okay, we're, so not, talking about, we're not talking about you right now or what oh. to buy you. We're talking about what makes a good present. Okay, say so what makes a good present? Something people want, something they want for themselves, not something you want for them. Yeah, good point. Something... I actually probably did want that scissors, but like was just an ungrateful bint. So that's probably a, a very, just a, the exception to the rule. No, I mean, I think a, like a good rule of thumb is to go for want over need all the time. So like probably you needed oh. that scissors. Like it probably would have been very useful, but actually to go for something that people oh. would, will love rather than need. Okay, something you wouldn't buy yourself if that still exists. What makes yeah. a bad present? Uh, any, th- so- any clothing item that, I, that you buy your partner in general? Like, I mean, cl- clothing is so tricky because you buy it too small and I'm just like, is this the size that he wants me to be? <laughs> like, is this what he thinks? Or like, you buy it way too big, like Such mom and dad. And I'm like, is this the size you think I am? <laughs> like, basically, I'm a psycho, but like, there's no winning. You are nuts. I know. You know, like every single oh. time I've ever asked mom to help me zip up a dress, she's gone. I don't know why you don't just buy them in your size. <laughs> Some dresses are hard to zip. It's nothing to do with size. <laughs> dresses are really hard to zip. You know what? You're actually lucky. I'm always talking about Brandon being extremely laid back. But luckily, like you could be literally throwing a curly headed fit in the background. He's just going to be like, she's fine. Oh my God. Earlier, <laughs> earlier he went, like really nicely. He went, listen, I'll do the washing up. And I went, no, no, I'm doing it. And he went, uh, no, you sit down. And then he goes, I have to cook, so I'll be quicker anyway. And I went, fine. Stormed out of the room. Didn't speak to him for approximately an hour and a half. He didn't even notice. You see, that's the perfect relationship. And then I finally gave up my huff because I was like, this is going nowhere. (laughs) Anyway, now you're stuck with him because not only do you live with him, you have no car, but you also have a broken ankle. You're stuck. I have a a bad sprain and I'm in a a robo boot. You know, now I'm actually wondering, did Brandon push you out the door? This is like Kathy Bates and Misery. You know what? Like he trapped you. This is like boxing Helena, that one where they cut off all her limbs and put her in a box. You or, are that person. Or did I throw myself out the door because I was like, he's never getting rid of me. <laughs> it would actually probably be more likely knowing me. <laughs> so what's next? Next, you're going to be have you're going to be missing a knee, a hand. Bit by bit, these limbs are going missing. Well, I'll be keeping an eye. You tell Brandon, I'll be keeping an eye. And if this starts happening, mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as as soon as I lose a single finger, you'll be like, I'm telling them this has gone too far. <laughs> How do things get so dark so quickly? Beatrice, where can people find us online? This is the test. On Instagram, at Rosemary McCabe with an A in your Mac and at Beatrice McCabe with an A in my Mac and at Not Without My Sister. And also at notwithoutmysis.com where Rosemary lovingly used to transcribe all the show notes and now does it on occasion. And even though she has a broken ankle or a sprained ankle, should be able to do it. Catch up has not. And soon you'll be able to have our newsletter, which we're... Almost finished putting the finishing touches to. 
we are almost finished putting the finishing touches to our newsletter. You're correct. Thank you so much for listening. If you have two seconds, please rate, review on iTunes. And also, let us know on Instagram what you thought of the episode, what you think of the show. If you have any suggestions for conversation topics, we'll be sharing some stuff on our stories. We'll be asking for little anonymous contributions, polls, Q&As, etc. So tune in there to our social media. Weigh in. Yes, weigh in. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. As is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.